Everybody, huddle up. This is the Great Dane Huddle on 100.5 ESPN. The Wisconsin Badgers have defeated the UCLA Bruins by a score of 21 to 16. With Rose Bowl champions Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Alex Strofe. to know about curling welcome in tuesday night edition of the great dane huddle on espn madison and we got to align a couple of the pieces here because there's some of not not your normal voices that you're hearing on the show tonight first of all in for alex strofe my name's jesse nelson Tarek sala is here per usual representing the crew huh i'm not doing doing the doing the best i can usually by usually well, you're, you're wearing the hat for your crew. Yeah, my crew. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about uh, being the, the lot, lone wolf here pressure. tonight? It's a lot yeah, of pressure, man. That's coming off that. Well, that, I guess Alex G is oh, producing the show. The so you, you got G on your team. <laughs> we, got, we got Texas Arcana coming on up. One of our <laughs> Gmail oh, participants. How do you not have that right yet? Uh, Chris Orr is also here because he was already on Religion Hamilton. We said, what the hell? Stick hey. around a little longer. Chris. You don't know how to say Chris. Texas Arcana? What, did I say Texas Arcana? You did yeah. say Texas Arcana, which is which is not the same thing. Hey, when, when it comes down, I, I screw up a lot of these, uh, these deals <laughs> what? here. I got to get all my Mason, Dixie, Mason, you know, whatever that is. Oh, good Lord. 844-770-3776 is your way into the show. We're with you till 7.30 tonight. A little expanded Great Ooh, Dane man. Huddle because there's just so much football to talk about, fellas. The Green Bay Packers with a win over the Carolina Panthers, a team that you two are pretty familiar with. We'll talk mm-hmm. about that in a minute. Uh, the Wisconsin Badgers getting set for the ReliaQuest Bowl in a game of who the heck is even suiting up in the game. Yeah. We're going to find out who's all playing in that. We'll talk about that as we continue on with you until 7.30 tonight, getting you ready for the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, UNLV and Kansas tonight, boys. Yeah. pulled. Let's win one. Is that, where's that game? Is that, That's the one the Badgers were in last Vegas? year. It's in, mm-hmm. no, Phoenix. Phoenix. It's that where the, where mm-hmm. the Arizona Diamondbacks yeah. play. Yeah. So wait, I thought we were, when we were in Vegas. That was two years was, ago. Yeah. Man, Arizona State. That was yeah. a brutal night. Holy Popped cow. a tire that night on the Ooh. way up north. It was, it was don't like to talk about the Las Vegas Bowl. <laughs> tough one. We beat Arizona State, though, right? We did beat yeah. Arizona State mm-hmm. and Jaden Daniels at yeah. Arizona State. So could have been a revenge game. Daniels decided to go win the Heisman, and he de- de- declared Dude, for the NFL crazy. draft. Yeah. Thankfully, thankfully Daniels declared. Yeah. So I must let, add. Let, I want to make sure we give the ReliQuest Bowl its due uh, time here because mm-hmm. I'm not sure it will get it any of the rest of the week <laughs> with the Packers playing a must-win game on Sunday Night Football mm-hmm. coming up this week against the Vikings. Playoff hopes alive. So let's start by talking some Badgers, guys. Chris, I want to start with you. So the ReliQuest Bowl takes place Monday, New Year's Day, 11 a.m. Central Time. In Tampa, Florida. Mm-hmm. Mark Tauscher is the color analyst of the Wisconsin Badgers radio network. Mm-hmm. His enthusiasm has not been 100% leading into oh. this game. Uh, he was at practice a few weeks ago and was said, oh, yeah, it looks like the offense is going to look pretty good. And then two guys announced they were transferring after he was attending mm. practice. He said, I don't even know who's going to be playing in this thing. Mm. So, Chris, as uh, the, the player on the panel who has most recently played in mm-hmm. a bowl game. No offense, Tark. No, no I'm, I'm interested. Let's go. I, I know he's, he's got some insight to some of the guys on the staff. He might. Where is your excitement level for watching your mm-hmm. Wisconsin Badgers in this bowl game this year? Um, I'm still excited. I'm still excited. I'm excited to see like the young guys. That's always what I look forward to in uh, – in bowl prep and all of that, that's usually the time when the young guys that have been like inching closer and closer to play time uh, usually get their opportunity to spark. And it might just be a little package that you get, and you got a few handful of plays and see what you do from there. But 
I, I think that's what I'm most excited for. I think that's kind of a new approach to bowl games now. I think it was a little different. Like So, like, my last year, nobody sat out, but we were playing in a Rose Bowl. So it was a little mm-hmm. different. And, like, that New Year's Six bowl game tag still had the weight and gravity behind it. But like yeah, when you're when you're not in one of those New Year's Six bowls or you're not in the playoffs, I think it's 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 about the young guys. So and and even a couple of years ago, the transfer portal isn't mm-hmm. what it was. Yeah, or yeah, for sure, wasn't what it is now. I right, should say for sure because you still had like if mm-hmm. if players wanted to opt out, mm-hmm. you're still grooming your team for the future. Yep. My my biggest gripe with this game coming up on Monday and some of the other bowls that have been on that I just don't have the same. And I'm a college football fan. I just yeah. I don't feel the same excitement, Tarek. Yep. And it's because. You, well, the team that Wisconsin's going to be fielding on Monday against LSU isn't even really what Wisconsin is going to look like next year necessarily. No, but you have you know you have LSU in the same fashion, right? Mm-hmm. Because Jaden yep. Daniels is not going to play. But I got to tell you, if if I'm a guy that wants to play in the NFL, yeah, this is a I'm great playing. platform. Mm-hmm. And the offense line is is Bordellini playing or is he not playing? Uh, Bordellini is questions. not playing. Yeah, he's he, not. he is he is out. So. Why is that? These are my questions. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to get drafted high, mm-hmm. this is this is LSU. This is the SEC, which, mm-hmm. for better or worse, we could agree with it or not. Mm-hmm. They, they this is where the hype is. The, the, yeah, yeah. The the perception is that yep. they produce the most NFL players. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you go and play against the best, so, yeah. so-called the best? Mm-hmm. Now, right? We could debate that. That is is beside me. But um, having said that. You know, it's 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 a New Year's Day game. I think we're playing above our pay grade a little bit, though, because I was I thought we were. Yeah, be I did in the not Music think City Bowl. Be, I thought we'd be playing before New Year's. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I was. I, I, I thought they might be playing I, this afternoon when Minnesota was playing. I would have yeah. quick lane yeah. bowl. Like the, if it was in Nashville, the Music City, I'd be there. Because oh, we, we would have been all in on the Music City <laughs> Bowl. That's a different story. And I say that, that game. Well, you know, it's Nashville. It's the thirtieth. It gives me a couple of days to get back. You know, work starts. The next day on Tuesday, I don't want to be traveling that day. Uh, but you know, we we played in the Hall of Fame Bowl. That's what the mm. Rokia, 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 how do you say it? Uh, Relia Quest. Relia yeah. Quest. I know it is the Outback Bowl. Three, yeah, Bowl. I know Three generations Outback Bowl. of bowl yeah. right there. It just changed. The Outback Bowl too. <laughs> the, it went from the Hall of Fame Bowl that, right after us, the yeah. Outback Bowl, yeah. and I went to the one where we played Georgia. And we played uh-huh. against Richard Seymour and a bunch of other ones, mm. uh, a bunch of other great players from Georgia. But uh, it's a it's a great bowl to be in, and I don't know. I think we got to maybe start paying guys to to be in there. To have play, have, like, have a purse. I, you, you the winner gets the winner gets the pot or something. Or yeah. you, you you get ten grand for showing up, right. and maybe you get twenty five for winning it. Oh, I think this is what I think. I think we should. I think a lot of coaches should take the approach that uh, I don't know his name, but Missouri's head coach took. He told his team, and he was like, "Hey, man, even if you're transferring or not, I don't think you're going to be able to stop the." The draft guys that are like saying I'm not playing, I'm just gonna go to the draft. Sure. I, I think it'll be hard to stop those guys and like motivate them to come back and play. But I think you can keep the transfer guys if you say, "Hey, bro, you can play in this bowl game." It's still like you can do that. You can still play and get in the portal after. Like this is still film for you. At the end of the day, we all we've been here for a year together. We all have the same yeah. goals. We all want to win. So yeah, I don't understand that. Yeah, like, guy goes. Mm-hmm. I'm going on the portal, and then you don't you don't see him anymore. Yeah. And it's not like yeah, it's not like yeah. other recruiting options where a, right. a coach leaves or a coach mm-hmm. is looking for a new job and they need to get one before it's taken. Like, right, right. I right. don't understand. Well, how about Eli this? Drinkwitz, the Missouri yeah. head coach? Yeah, about, there he is. How about this? Play, you know, call you whatever you want to announce. You're going in the portal. Mm-hmm. Play it out. And at the end of the year, you go. Well, wait a minute. I really, I, I want to stay. Like you, that's my you, advice. What, to what, guys. what do you got? What do you have to lose? Both sides. Mm-hmm. Let them let them do it, and then you know on whatever January first or whatever you sign a deal that mm-hmm. you're done, yep. and then you leave. Well, if yep. if we're in the business tonight of trying to figure out how to make the bowl system work, which mm-hmm. I'm all for, I have a theory that I've been floating for a couple of years. Uh-oh. I haven't run it by you guys yet. It's Uh-oh. the Great Dane Huddle, Jesse Nelson, Tarek Sala, Chris Orr, 100.5 ESPN, and Wisconsin on demand. Alex G producing the show. Here's my theory, guys. And it's radical, and it's different, and you're going to hesitate at first, but I'm going to try and convince you. Take the bowl games. Next year, this playoff expands to 12 teams. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have three rounds of playoff before the national championship game. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a different playoff system that's going to start in like the weekend before Christmas. Like last weekend would have been the first round of the playoffs. Take the bowl games and put them in the start of the season the following year. 
Treat them as exhibition games. Mm. Reward with a stipend the players that are graduating that aren't going to play in the game. Give them a stipend. Thank you for your, your participation in getting us to this point. And you play it before the NFL season starts so a bunch of the alumni can come back after that final preseason game, go cheer on their team. You open it up to more geographic locations around the country because the weather's better in Seattle and Boston and all these places than it is in in December and January. And the games don't count. This is the part I'm still trying to figure out. The games don't count for your playoff positioning. Mm. And they don't count for the regular season. When When are you playing these games? Week zero through Labor Day. So where yeah. the start of the season is no. now, where yeah. there's more excitement, <laughs> no. you no. put the bowl games at the start no. of the year. No. You have you have the entire week from that opening, that Friday and Saturday of week yeah. zero, you have mm-hmm. 10 days of college football, bowl games galore, leading you all the way into Labor Day. And you're playing the Orange Bowl and the Rose Bowl and the mm. Peach Bowl and the the Quick Lane Bowl. All these bowl games exist in that week when there's the most yeah, but excitement that's a reward. for the sport. That's yeah. a reward to who, it's though? Re- it's supposed you're, to be a reward to the team that, that yeah, the, previously. The team that built it. But no they, one they treats it. It's not a reward anymore. Yeah, but you gotta you got to incentivize it. That's you you got to like the cash we were talking about yeah. maybe doing it earlier in the bowl season i mean where you're you're doing it, it you're doing it in the middle of december you're going two weeks and then you then you're playing Money involved. There's well, wouldn't everyone argue that the practices are what make it like worthy well, of yeah. get, those six and sixteen? You, you really want to get to six yeah, months, so you get a month be, of practice. It, it, we don't need a month. Maybe two weeks. Yeah. You still get recruits through. You is that up. enough? I, you guys would know better. Than I don't I, know. I, I I just think that I think um, whenever we decided to go to the playoff format, we ended the bowl games. the The bowl games lost their luster because. The the Rose Bowl is no longer the best Big Ten team and a best Pac-12 team. It, it's no longer that. Um, the Sugar Bowl lost its value. Like it only has its value when if, it's in if the playoffs. It's incorporated yeah, in the playoffs. If, it's, if it's a playoff game, that's when its value is uh, represented. And I think now it's just like, oh well, I'm not in the playoffs. Like I don't. What's the point of me from a player perspective? It's like I'm not in the playoffs. That's obviously everybody's goal. You know, going into the season. What's the point of me adding this extra game just to beat up just to beat up a little more when I could get a head start so on my well, training? Let me ask you this. Alex G, what do you got? Well, I just wanted to say, what if you made each bowl game like you've got the twelve team playoff, yeah. mm-hmm. then the next twelve team playoff, then the next like that way there's a competition, there's there's a sense of camaraderie and achievement. Like, you know, the twenty fourth team could finish as the top thirteenth. Do you think that, mm. that that would have incentivized you two to play harder or play more in that I think, situation? I think. Well, I would. I would We're play. football players. Yeah, yeah, yeah you two. Yeah. You two are. Yeah, I would, I would they, they, they're up. extinct but, now. Oh uh, yeah, for real, for real. <laughs> I, what I truly think, this is what I think is the best playoff format. I think it eliminates a lot of extra fluff that we have for no reason, and it gets back to win. One, I think I mean, it's it's obviously changing now with the the fall of the of the Pac-12. But before, my thought was you take your group, your Power Five champions, and then you take your next three Group of Five champions at large. That's your playoff. Those eight teams are your playoff. And then you can still have, like you could still have the Rose Bowl. You can still have mm-hmm. these bowl games that still to its to its roots, like. Those are, those are the playoff team. games. Right. The first, second round, exactly. and they alternate. Exactly. Oh, I, I, well, you got that. I but agree with you. I, I do think that, that would have been the easiest thing. But the question now is the lower tier bowls, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. how do we incentivize? So there's one thing, this thing called money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I really helps incentivize yeah. a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, you may not get Jaden Daniels. You may not get, but you know, might get uh, Tanner Bordellini yeah. to play. You know, if, yeah. you, if you had twenty five grand at, at stake, you know how you really get them players is that uh, that bowl game bonus, all the bonuses that uh, everybody else gets for going to a bowl game besides the player, which yeah. I'm sure everybody out there doesn't know about. Everybody like usually coaches, yeah, usually your coach gets a big bonus just for making a bowl game, mm-hmm. like just for being bowl eligible. You get a big bonus, then you win the bowl game, you get another bonus, and sometimes depending on the bowl, that's filtered through your conference or whatever, but. That, that doesn't come through the players. If there was some way to, I guess, filter that through the players. Uh, no question. And the winner hey, gets more. Yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah, the loser exactly. gets just less. Like the, just like the NFL it. playoffs. Yeah. NFL playoffs, when you get to the playoffs, everybody gets the same check. It's no longer that, oh, Patrick Mahomes, you get half a billion dollars over your contract and it's broken down like this. No. 
that ends after the last week of the season. In the playoffs, we get the same check. If I win, I get a little more, and obviously I go to the next round. If I lose, I get a little bit less than the winner. Yeah, and you'll, you'll see guys fighting their butts off. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it'll be, it'll be oh, yeah. but, but this is where we are now. I know it's a sad state of affairs. Right. Yeah, it is. Point, but For I mean, sure. the, the NCAA turned their back on everything, mm-hmm. you know, even again, a, mm-hmm. a macro level here. Yeah. And this is a product of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were discussing uh, maybe when you were playing mm-hmm. how much, how many meals they get. Yeah. You know, if you were a, a softball team playing a doubleheader, let's say a Wisconsin team playing in uh, Indiana, and they had a doubleheader and maybe it went to extra innings, and they, they went through their three meals, like the coach is like looking at the players and I can't pay for another yeah. meal legally. And, and now, yeah. and now yeah. we're That's talking crazy. about now we're yeah. talking about money mm-hmm. and all these different things. It it's 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 crazy. But but also on top of that, which kills me is that you know like a track and field athlete who competes in a pro meet, if they place or they win mm-hmm. in the winnings, they can't accept the money. Yep. Yeah. But but our our football players, you know, they get. Maybe five hundred thousand or whatever they're mm-hmm. making, mm-hmm. but it, it just it doesn't it's make bizarre. sense. And we're under the ruse of that they're getting paid for name, image, and likeness, mm-hmm. which is totally false. Mm-hmm. They're getting paid to play. Mm-hmm. We all know that. And and the thing is, I I don't mind. I, I want players to be compensated, mm-hmm. but it's just got to be in it with. It's got to be sound. Yeah. And there's got to be a you know you got to define the market. It can't be this whole like smoke and mirrors deal. I tell you what it's doing. What it's really doing is a few things. One, I think it's ruining the development of football players. So we're getting, we are in. If you don't see it now, you're going to see it here in the next two, three years. We're getting worse and worse football players because <clears throat> guys aren't sitting in a system and learning what no to question. do. I'm not being taught. I'm not being allowed to grow because now I'm in a situation where if I don't produce my true freshman year. They're gonna come. They're gonna bring another guy in here from the portal next year, and then no I have to go to the portal because I'm not gonna get an opportunity here again. We're uh, forgetting how to compete. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I, Graham Mertz, okay, very good, talented quarterback, never learned how to compete because his whole life he's moving from team to team. I think in high school he went to at least two high schools, mm. and then he he came here and he was you know anointed the starter. And he didn't have to. He didn't have to compete against Cone for it. Mm-hmm. Cone, Cone got hurt. Well, there was a little controversy there for a little bit on whether he should get it right away. He, I, he didn't start immediately. But I didn't hear the word "compete" come out of your. No. Mm-hmm. You know he yeah. he he, he automatically. Well, I, guess, he, I guess you're right. He was. He went in, giving it when it, Cone listen, got hurt. He yeah. he got he he got hurt. Automatically anointed, and then there was like nobody wanted to confront anyone mm-hmm. about this. And he's like, you know, I think Coach said, "Hey, I got to pick a horse, and I can't go back because I think." You know, Cone's looking at him like, hey, I earned the spot. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I think Mertz is like, well, I'll leave. I'm not yep, starting. Exactly, exactly. That's, it, the, it, that's the flip side of it now is like, I get, I did great in recruiting. I, man, we did a great job. We got a great class. Yeah. And, oh, man, he's super talented. He's going to be great when he's a junior, whatever. But you're not ready right now. Yeah. You're not ready right now. I'm going to leave. I'm leaving. Yeah. If I yeah. left, I, I wouldn't be anywhere near the player I was mm-hmm. and I went through a lot of adversity in order to, to, to play and that and that adversity included a lot of competing mm-hmm. and and that's the way that's why you know when you say kids should play a lot of sports and not focus on one sport because they're competing in a lot of different sports which adds to the total makeup of, of mm-hmm. the of the athlete the that makes you good at. right yep. that makes you a great athlete and you, you got to learn you got to deal with adversity and all these moving parts and guys are not learning how to do that yeah. and gals and I mean, my my daughters now are both in college sports. The transfer portal is off the charts yeah. for for all the sports. Yeah, everybody career wants their suicide. Spot. Some people are committing yeah. career suicide. No, yeah. no, question. but I will say people aren't getting as much as I. Ah, on the other side, it's getting it's dirtier than people think. I will uh, say that. Oh, so look at Chris is saying it's dirtier than people think. I was going to tease saying that we got a poll question up about the oh. bowl game that I think you're going to be surprised by some of the results of. So Uh-oh. we're just teasing each other. Look at this. <laughs> We're solving the NCAA and legislation issues. We got yeah. all these things. We're, we're convincing each other to stick around. We could do this for more than an hour and a half tonight. The Great Day Huddle, Jesse Nelson, Tarek Solid, Chris Orr in the Everlight Solar Studio on 100.5 ESP at Wisconsin On Demand. This is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. And while she looks so sad in photographs, I absolutely love her when she smiles.
Great Dane Huddle, 100.5 ESPN of Wisconsin On Demand, Tuesday night edition over the holidays. Thanks for being here, fellas. Appreciate oh, man. Look at us working hard into the late night hours <laughs> on a holiday week. Hardest working people in the in the ESPN Madison office right here tonight. No question. <laughs> Jesse Nelson, Tarek Sala, Chris Orr with you until 7.30 this evening on the Great Dane Huddle on ESPN Madison. Our Great Dane Huddle poll question tonight on Twitter at ESPN Madison. I am fascinated by some of the early returns oh. on this poll, guys. How excited are you to watch the Badgers in the ReliQuest Bowl? Pretty straightforward question. Yeah, pretty Here are the four options. All in, won't miss it. Moderately excited. We'll watch what I can. You know, it's New Year's Day. You know, sleep a little bit. You know. <laughs> or no plans to watch. Those are your four. So it's essentially like level four is like, hell yeah, I'm all in. Level three is, eh, you know, pretty casual fan, going to watch most of it. Right. Level two, eh, I'll see what I can do in and out, but I got stuff is going on on a holiday. Level one's no thanks. People don't like questions on our show, usually. Yeah. But what time does the game start? 11 a.m. All right. Wow. You're going to you're gonna have, to, you're gonna have to tape your ankles, right? It's first game. <laughs> Depends you're what gonna, kind of night you're having the night before. You know, Packers ankles. are playing until 1030 at night on New Year's Eve. Wow. Yeah. It's wow. going to be a big New Year's Eve, potentially, if they win or that's if they not, lose. That's not, that's, not a early, that's not that early of a game. 11? Well, if people are out well, it's, the earliest, it's the earliest game you, on New Year's by Day. By time you actually you and I will be ready. And, we'll be dialed yeah, in. By the time there, you actually get up and like get your morning started, the game starts. There was one year Marquette played a home basketball game against, I think it was number one Villanova. Ooh. And it was at 10 a.m. on New Year's Day. And I thought, I was in college. I think, I'm like, who the hell is getting up to go to a 10 a.m. Marquette game on New Year's Day? Uh, so anyway. I think it comes down to your significant other. If, if he or she mm-hmm. understands... The importance of this, like my wife, I, I gotta like coach her up on some things because sometimes I, <laughs> I, I, I get I get trumped and I can't watch a game or we. She's like, we got too much going on, and I'm like, well, no, it's the Packers, it's my job. I gotta watch this, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you know, sometimes it passes, sometimes it just doesn't. Uh, so I've you got to lobby too when it's yeah. like a Pittsburgh West Virginia football game. I, 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 for work, I gotta watch. <laughs> I never understand why it doesn't get bad. I got to watch Clemson and Louisville. I just got to do it. It's my job. I'm always watching my badges, man. I got to see it. So so you're all in. I'm all in. I I assume former players are always every game you're going to be all in. Won't miss it. Unless you're uh, Derek and you're at that spa. I heard that story a few weeks ago. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Was I there with them? I thought so. Maybe I, I, oh, yeah, I was, that was wa- the one you I was watching. I, wa- I watched Who, it all the which way. Which one of you got in the fight about bringing the phone into the spot to watch the game? I, 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 that I did. was you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can't. You can't. Yeah. You can't bring it in. I'm like, it's, <laughs> there's no noise. Yeah. We, they got, we have what? A, and they had some weird name for it. No digital. Uh-huh. Blah blah blah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, come on. Therapeutic. But I had it on. All, I mean, the whole drive uh-huh. up there, I had it on. Yeah. I mean, I, I I did it all the way to. Yeah, and then I was, you know, checking in on it. I was causing all sorts of problems, an inch away from getting cut or kicked out of the spa. But I love that story. So anyway, uh, we've got over a hundred votes on this poll. It's only been up for twenty minutes That's or cool. so, and we got a yeah, pretty, it's a pretty decent sample size to see where people are at here. Now we have a good Badgers following following us on Twitter at ESPN Madison. Only nineteen percent agree with you guys. All in won't miss it. What? Nineteen percent of Badgers fans. How do you call yourself a fan? Well, wait till we get to some of the rest of these ah. returns. One third of the audience, thirty-three percent, moderately excited. Ah. So if you look at it that way, over fifty percent are saying they're all all in or moderately excited for the game. The largest majority here, thirty-five percent of fans, will watch what I can. Mm. If it's on, it's on. I'll I'll see what I can do. But if we got to go to brunch, we got to go to brunch. If we got to you know, sleep that, off the last night, we got to sleep off just, last that's night. That's more damning because, like, yeah, I'm 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 moderately excited, but I'm not going to yeah. miss it, right? So you know what I mean? Exactly. It's just and, like, and thirteen percent have no plans to watch. Thirteen percent. I just say this. That's a lot. I don't know how I don't know how you can say that, but then. Get on Twitter or go wherever and try to like bash this team or say what needs to change when it's like you're barely you're barely even paying attention. You're not that vested into this to be able to truly know what the issues are. So understandable. Let me play devil's advocate to mm-hmm. you though, Chris, because I think what I would say if I was one of those people, which mm-hmm. I'm not, I will be. I would vote moderately excited. I wouldn't right. say I'm all in on the game because mm-hmm. it's. I I don't agree with that. It's going to be. 
what the Badgers look like right, next right. year necessarily. This isn't going to be the team that that is fielded game one next year. Mm-hmm. But I'm moderately excited because they're playing LSU. It's a good mm-hmm. measuring stick for what your team that you're putting together right now and Luke Fickle and the job that he does against Brian Kelly. Like, There's a whole bunch of different storylines you mm-hmm. can create and that can help propel the program into the future. This would be a big bowl win for this program in Luke Fickle's first year to mm-hmm. come away with that victory. For sure. So I'm I'm interested and excited for the game. But I understand the people who are saying this isn't what Wisconsin football is even going to look like next year. Like it's the ReliQuest bowl. Yeah, but that's it's not a top but that's, tier game. LSU's not, not what, taking it seriously. Yeah, but we know every bowl game, year? Cha- every year to year, every team changes. You're, that's yep. just the way it is. This is a, a moment of time. Hey, Mordecai's playing, right? Mordecai's playing. Yes. There you go. There but you again, is, he's not going to be the quarterback next year. So what does it matter? That's yeah. that's it. We want to appreciate it. him for what he has. And that guy fought his butt off. Yeah. This is this is my thing. I want to see him f- keep fighting his butt off. Fan is short for fanatic. Mm-hmm. You are supposed to support your team. You're supposed to be crazy about your team if you call yourself a fan. If you call yourself a fan, you're supposed to be crazy about your team. So that's why I don't understand, like, a, uh, I mean, if it's on, I'll watch. I'm like, that's something that you say to, like, if one of our rivals was playing, like if Iowa was playing, whoever they're yeah. going to play, and that game's on, it's like, ah, oh, if it's on, Iowa-Tennessee Iowa, will be on simultaneously yeah, in the Wisconsin it's like, game. Exactly. It's, it's, You're old it's, school, it's Chris. You're old school, man. <laughs> yeah, like this, uh, this whole world now is different. It's different. Done for people I, I, I was, So I was talking to my uncle at Christmas yesterday. My mm-hmm. uncle's a diehard Ohio State football fan. Mm-hmm. Loves the Buckeyes. Like When I was younger, he would he, we'd talk trash to each other. That's where I, my, dis, <laughs> my disdain for the Ohio State football <laughs> From my uncle Mike, he said they're playing Missouri in the Cotton Bowl on Friday night, New Year's Six game. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care at all about it, and he's as big. And he has an entire like basement man cave that's all Ohio State Buckeye stuff. He goes to multiple games a year. Uh-huh. He does not care one iota about Ohio State Missouri in the Cotton Bowl. See, but but this is my thing. So under the old uh, mantra or mold or whatever, it was the BCS National Championship. And that was if if you had that approach now to me it's like that's the that was the only game that mattered back then, but we like vigorously celebrate our like Rose Bowl wins. So how I don't understand the difference because the Rose Bowl wasn't the national championship. This bowl game is a, a college football playoff game. At this point in time, they're almost the same game. It's almost the same thing. It's just a bowl yeah. game. Rose Bowl champion Tarek Sala, what are you saying to that? <laughs> well, we definitely that, – that Rose Bowl was the Super Bowl. Right. I mean, for us, as players, as fans. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and we, we, mm-hmm. we've struggled. We never won one before yeah. we won that year. We've been the one like 30 mm-hmm. years before, but we never won one. And, and the pageantry and all the – all the stuff that goes along with it was unbelievable, mm-hmm. magical, and, we, and it, it held that standard. But now, everything's changed. Yeah, everything's it's lost the its world. Value. It's the world of highlights. Yep. You know, they're not even people aren't even watching the mm-hmm. game, any game. Yeah, they're just watching highlights. Oh, yeah. well, but and, and that's like when people were saying like Cam Newton was sorry, and I was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. But so. I'll say this, though. As a fan watching mm-hmm. the games, whenever Wisconsin's in the Rose Bowl, whether it was your team in 2019 or the mm-hmm. teams you know way back when I was younger or when I was in college, 10, 11, 12, mm-hmm. those felt different. The Rose Bowl is significant. Like, that yeah, still carries yeah. the moxie mm-hmm. of being mm-hmm. the big bowl game that you mm-hmm. want to win. The Orange Bowl, the 12-0 mm-hmm. regular season year where the Badgers were almost in the playoff. That felt, yeah, there you go. That felt like a huge game, mm-hmm. too. Playing Miami on a Saturday night in their home stadium, like mm-hmm. that That felt like it was a huge game. When Wisconsin played Western Michigan in the Cotton Bowl a few years ago, didn't feel what? like it. They were undefeated. Oh, yeah, P.J. Fleck. Yeah, guess what? They were undefeated. I care where, way more about all. I, I watched the game. I well, felt about Western the Michigan didn't have the brand. Right. They don't yeah. have the brand that mm-hmm. LSU, LSU got the brand. Yeah. LSU's got the brand, but I'm about equally as excited for the ReliQuest hey. Bowl as I was for that Cotton Bowl. But I'm just, no. this is my This yeah. is my thing. This is my thing. Just, I just don't understand how, like, so did the excitement leave because of like the transfers and the early draft guy? Like, is that why the excitement? I, I think gone? so because you could always watch a bowl game, and even if Braylon Allen wasn't going to play because he's going to the draft, you could mm-hmm. say, "Well, at least we're going to see what uh, I, uh, one of the backup running backs." Right. So you know, pick pick one. Mm-hmm. He's going to be the starter most likely next year. So at least we get to see what he's got against mm-hmm. an LSU defense. An SEC defense. Mm-hmm. You can't even say that going into this. Well, game. I got, I got, what, got hey, I've defense. got something to look at here right now. It's 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 our guy, our quarterback, right? Mordecai. Mordecai. Mordecai 
has a chance to be like a Minshew or or uh, oh for sure Heineke Taylor mm-hmm. Heineke. Hmm. Uh, if he plays well, and it, and this may happen whether he plays well or not, but mm-hmm. like his draft status will go from whatever seventh round pick now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that he might be a fourth round pick, but whatever pick he is slated to be in right yeah. now, he goes out and plays his butt off against LSU. His stock will rise, and and I, that guy has a lot of fight. I'm excited to see that. That's that's mm-hmm. the number one thing that he, I he probably I, has the most to gain for yeah. sure from the bowl game for sure. I, I'll say this too: it's a not only is it a measuring stick, just like program program, but LSU had the Heisman Trophy winner. Um, what, what they? How many, how many games did they lose this year? I don't, I don't even know. Seven and five, I believe. Yeah, okay, they're seven yeah. and five. Um, playing in the SEC, who we, we're we're on schedule to play against some of those guys, and these are the these are the programs that we're like trying to. And it's only reach getting, their, it's only gonna get tougher. We're gonna be playing saying. all these. We're gonna be pushed into this exactly, whole exactly. So my thing is, my thing is like if. If this is why, if this is why we brought Coach Fickle here and this new staff is to take us to this next level, this is the this is the biggest game of the season to to me. This is the biggest game because it's like I get to see how these how these new ideals align and clash against a good program. Like like when we played when I played LSU, they were the number five team in the country, and we're both both programs are completely different than they were from there from from. Than they are now, mm-hmm. but that's at Lambeau, right? Yep, at Lambeau. That was a special game. It was a special really game. Special. Chris here. doesn't talk about. Oh, I'm sorry. Special nature it's all right. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> what a great win, though! You gave it, it all you win. had. And it was you a great win. It more. was a great win. But um, I, I would say like we don't, as a program, we don't have the aura of LSU. And it's right. like it seems like that's where we're trying it's to get to. Statement. So like this is yeah. the it's a this big is measure the game. Yeah, this is the game. Like you win this game. Man, you know what you do for your recruiting. You know what you do for your players' confidence level. Like, man, it, it takes it through the roof. Like, Look, this not, do you hey, actually believe that, or is that coach hey, speak to fire? No, 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 I, truly, no. I truly believe that. Beating like, Nebraska and beating Minnesota. I, I mean, that's it. that. But no, but that saved <laughs> yeah so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. if they rolled out like they did against Northwestern, yeah, like I, dude, I mean, in other schools, Luke would be fired mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, you, you just yeah. don't. You don't just. You just oh, don't yeah. show you up. Don't come you, back. If from he that, did yeah. that at LSU oh, against he'd be done. what? They, they I, even walked out. Walked down on the field. And said, "Listen, I, what, how much? How much do I owe you? Yeah, yeah. just just oh, like yeah. they did at A and M. Yeah, seventy-seven yeah. yeah. million. Yeah, yeah. You, literally you, these two schools. LSU loses to Vanderbilt. How we lost to Indiana or Northwestern. Brian Kelly's fired the, for sure. Yeah. And and you know what? We came back though. We won those games. Everything is is in in a good standing and, and so you know coming in against LSU it's going to make a big statement yeah. and all those kids lives will be a lot better if they come out and at least you know play to a high, high level yeah. then AL goes mm-hmm. through the roof I guess I don't know well, their name image like this means nothing <laughs> <laughs> we're going back to that again I'm going to ask you guys what we're most looking forward to seeing from Wisconsin and LSU in the ReliQuest Bowl coming up next first I'm going to tell you about Condon Jewelers usually Alex Strofe is the one telling you about Condon Jewelers the jeweler on the east side the jeweler on your side I'm going to tell you about Condon Jewelers because I'm looking at the ring right now on my figure that I bought from Diamond Jim over at Condon Jewelers a couple of years ago. And my wife, Becca, was just telling me, you know what? we got to go over to Diamond Jim. Get these rings cleaned because that's what he does. He takes care of that jewelry that you buy from him. It's that kind of service that you don't get from the big stores in the mall or anything like that. Mm. Diamond Jim is the guy that's going to help take care of you. He worked with us to find exactly what fit our price range, was able to help us out, walk through everything nice and easy, wasn't pressure-packed. And for a guy that's trying to plan a wedding and go through all the motions with your wife that makes the world a difference so check them out over on the east side right next to office depot across from the mall diamond jim and condon jewelers the jeweler on the east side the jeweler on your side check them out online condon jeweler c-o-n-d-o-n jeweler.com great dane huddle on espn madison continues next looking at the rely quest bowl wisconsin and lsu on espn wisconsin and wisconsin on demand
Rangers are listed as 10-point underdogs Ooh. for the ReliaQuest Bowl, according to ESPN Bet. 10-point dogs. Woof. Wisconsin Woof. and LSU, 11 a.m. New Year's Day in Tampa. It's the Great Dane Huddle. Jesse Nelson, Tarek Sala, Chris Orr in tonight with you till 7.30 here on 100.5 ESPN at Wisconsin On Demand. Tarek, you like the Badgers plus 10? I do. I like that. Oh. Depends a lot. Do you, are, do you like the Badgers just to win because it's bowl games and we're Wisconsin and we win bowl games? Is that what you're well, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to think so. But Minnesota's I the new bowl winner. Seven I, in a row for PJ and the Gophers. Well, you see that? I can't root for that guy. Seven straight bowl wins. Quick lane. Did he cover? Do you know? Actually, I don't think they did. <laughs> oh, God. But um, <laughs> Let me see. Bowling Green earlier today. Loser. Um <laughs> But I, I think ten. You cover. They can cover ten. They're covering that. That's, that's at least. I think no it'll questions. be close. Uh, I hope it's closer. I sure hope I think so it too. Be. I mean, all things considered, like LSU is still a talented team, even yeah. though they don't have the Heisman mm. Trophy winner Jaden Daniels. Like I like that's the fact still that an LS era, an SEC that's, squad. Yeah. We have Mordecai, man. That's a, that's what I'm counting on. I think they'll be missing some of their. Uh, I know they have two really good receivers too. I bet they're. I bet they're going to the draft. Like so, your quarterback's yeah. already gone. You might as well. Go ahead, man. Go ahead and but, go to the draft. <laughs> so, but, but Wisconsin's thing is running the football, and that's what always mm-hmm. w- helps win bowl games mm-hmm. is controlling the line of scrimmage, running the football effectively. Yep. You don't have Braylon Allen. You don't have Ches Malusi. Yeah. Are they oh. going to be able to do that against an SEC front? That's yeah, the big question have, to me. We beat Minnesota with, without him. Minnesota's oh, yeah, not Braylon LSU. No, I know, but it's all right. Jackson Acker. Uh, Minnesota did yeah, cover. Acre. Minnesota did cover two and a nice. half against. Uh, I'm in a pool. I took Minnesota. I there think. you go. Nice. Jackson ran hard, man. I like Jackson. Yeah, yeah Jackson. Jackson, Jackson Acker showed some glimpses in the muscle hamster. Yakameli. <laughs> I love that you call him that. <laughs> that's his nickname. That's cost. That's actually costing his nickname yeah. for him. <laughs> I, I think our receivers, you know, Pauling, right? And yep. the, those other guys yep. are gonna, you know, they realize they got to step their game up, and I, I like to see them yeah. take the next step. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd, 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 I'd put this game on our defense. Our defense is. Well, it's going to have to be when, yeah. when you're missing your top losing two. That many guys. You're missing your top two running backs. Yeah. You're going to be missing your center. You're mm-hmm. going to be missing your top two wide receivers who are in the transfer portal. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's going to have to. Hold well, on a second. Wait a minute. You said top two no, wide okay, receivers. Well, not, no, not, not two including two Pauling. Your, yeah. what, two of your top two four? of your three yeah. leading receivers. Yeah. yeah, Pauling is on the team. Pauling is going to be who's leaving? Chimray, DK, Skyler Bell. Yeah. Okay. Well, DK was hurt, right? Most, first, first time of the year, yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't see him really much at the end of the year. He he was not as big a factor as I would have expected him to be for the majority Just of the like, season. Yeah, I'm shocked he didn't get more touches. Yeah. I'm Let's shocked. talk about, like... That's why he's in the transfer portal. We should talk about, like, guys, you know, if you you call a professor, like Coach would call and say, hey, what's going on with this student? And the professor would say, I haven't seen him. That was a pretty damning comment about, like, yeah, kids not even true. in class. Some of these guys, I haven't seen them. I haven't seen it. Skylar Bell. I haven't seen him. Now, maybe that's maybe that's whatever product of the system, but like, I, I like those guys. I, I mean, would say I, we haven't seen any receivers though, besides yeah, Pauling. Yeah, yeah, but I, I'll be telling you, I've seen a lot of receivers drop balls. Him I've seen too. that. All oh, him too. Yeah, <laughs> they they all drop balls. I don't know how. A lot of drop balls. We didn't long. even have like a. You know what my big fear was when we uh, like change schemes. I was always like, man, what are they going to do when it's a blizzard? In Minneapolis, like what? What are we gonna do then? And we haven't even had that, and we have some drops. So yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. You know, that's it, we. We need receivers to step up and make this game. Hopefully, they will. Yeah, yeah that, that's yeah. what you could use as the big measuring stick. Chris. Yeah. So we talked about the excitement for the game. What is mm-hmm. it that you are most looking forward to seeing in the game? Like, the what game? is it that's the, if you're trying to sell? The average fan driving around listening to 100.5 ESPN right now on why you should be invested in waking up and not being hungover mm-hmm. to watch the Relia Quest Bowl on New Year's Day. The reason why is? I think the reason why is what your stars have been saying. Like Hunter, I think Hunter coming back and Hunter saying he's going to play in this bowl game is big. He's been a real big like flagship carrier for this team. Those are the. This is going to be your core Guys are coming back next year. Your core leaders, the guys who you can lean on, who have been established playmakers, they will be here next year. Hunter, Ricardo, Jake Chaney. That's that's just from the defensive side. Will Pauling, like these guys, are still be back. And so you want to see what these guys are going to do when they have to deal with all of this guys transferring, all of the you know stuff going on behind the scenes, and your underdogs, whatever. I want to see how you step up to that plate because. 
it's getting real next year. Like, this is not a game. Like, this is not going to be a game. So I need to see you step up to the plate now. I, I think that's why you watch. You know, and I, I think we mentioned it. Like, to, to point on the defense, defense mm-hmm. going to carry, carry us because they got enough guys. Yeah. And Mordecai. Mm. Mordecai, he's just he's a grinder. He's the Minshew. He's the Taylor Heineke. He's a, he's a gamer. And he showed that against Nebraska mm-hmm. and Minnesota. Yep. Uh, you know, and before that he got hurt, so I think that kind of mm-hmm. led into that Northwestern and Indiana, you know, meltdown a little bit. But I think you'll see a lot out of him. And um, you know, certain guys like I understand Braylon, like why he's not playing. There's only so much tread you have on your tires as a running back. And and I I said this before, it doesn't really matter where he gets drafted. I mean, he's going to lose some money here and there, mm-hmm. or whatever, make money somewhere if he's a higher. But really, when he's going to get the ball in his hand in the NFL, he's either going to do it or not. Yep. yep. A quarterback quarterback needs snaps. This mm-hmm. is where, like, I'm like the, the quarterback for LSU. Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels. Yeah. I'm like, why would you – you you only get so many snaps in your life, especially when you're not you're, – you're the quarterback. You're not getting – you hopefully not get crushed because yeah. you got some protection. He got crushed. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's yeah, why he had all those rushing yards. He was running for his life. Yeah, <laughs> it may, it may, maybe that's a fair statement. Yeah. But I, we always, I've talked to there's there's a quarterback went to my high school, played at New Hampshire, really great New Hampshire quarterback. And I said, hey, coach, why would you not bring this guy into in the camp? Was at Buffalo, and he's like, you know what? There's only one ball. There's one like. There's not like multiple. You mm-hmm. may have two snaps going yep. at one time, but not really. Yeah, not There's really. one ball. This kid's going to hold the clipboard, be the fifth quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's not going to get any better. He's better off going to Europe yep. or USFL, get your snaps. Mm-hmm. And so, like, for quarterbacks, competing and being in that environment, you only get so many chances to do that. Yeah. And you're only going to raise your stock as opposed to Braylon, who's going to – I don't know where he's going to end up, but, like, quarterbacks is such a different market. Yeah. And And here's another one. Jack Nelson, right? Mm-hmm. Our left tackle. Yeah. He's gonna, if he comes out and he balls out, he might go to the he NFL. He might leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. all those penalties and all the stuff that he had, I, you know, he, he, he just had a tough year, right? Mm-hmm. But that doesn't take away. He's still a talent. He's, he's, yeah. he's a great, you know, athlete. He goes out and plays against, you know, this talent that's there at LSU. That's, mm-hmm. that's NFL talent on that defensive line. You know, he could wipe away all that. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of these guys can wipe away a lot of the sins from this year. For sure. By going out. And that's another reason why I want to watch. So there's there's a lot of things to be encouraged about, a lot of things that if they go out and play well, it's going to change for things for a lot of people. And Tarek Sala, I think you're going to be wiping away the sins of New Year's Eve because I expect to see you bright and early, like 8 a.m. New Year's Day over at Carbon World Health, oh. working it all off, getting ready for a big Badger game at 11 a.m. Isn't that right? Amen, amen. And today... I, I bought my wife a cryotherapy uh, monthly membership. Okay. Was that a Christmas present, or yeah, was that Christmas just gift. out of the kindness? Christmas. Of your... okay. and we went on a, we went on a date there today. We both went in the cryo. Oh, old date and by day. the way, I felt so much better. Needless to say, you know, just the endorphins get kicked in after you're in there for three minutes. All the all the swelling went down. All the all the wine that I had on Christmas <laughs> uh-huh. that all all went away. And you know, get the cell system going. Get the blood flowing for us old men, you know? <laughs> so it's just... It, it, I'm a man! I'm 40! <laughs> there it is. <laughs> but the hormone therapy and the different treatments they have at Carbon World Health that they customize for you so there's not just, you know, this canned, you know, treatment. It is customized for you both on the, the, the health spa side and the performance side. I mean, it is a, it's a NFL D1 college environment in terms of the facility. And then the, the treatment is at high level. Um, it is, you know, Dr. Nestor Rodriguez, Ashley, they do a tremendous job. The staff is unbelievable. It is a place that you got to go and at least, you know, get that six-week experience, get that initial review. They'll do, they'll do a comprehensive test on you, get, to, get your blood work done. And then, you know, hey, we get one shot at this deal, right? Mm-hmm. Not for long. And we say that in the NFL, but life's not for long <laughs> yeah. either. Why not invest in yourself, go down to Carbon World Health, get evaluated, and participate in something that makes you better more healthier. And will there be another date uh, for oh, the yeah. two of you? We're going to be doing a lot. To <laughs> <laughs> become the new it's, spot. <laughs> it's awesome. Hey, she felt better. Uh, she, she was, you know, she got a little cold. 
Yeah. And then I said, we're going to put two socks on you next time. <laughs> but but uh, we, we, we had fun, and they, they make it fun. And, and, you know, like sometimes you're in that, you know, it's, it's three minutes, right? So, if, but it feels a little bit longer when it gets cold. But, mm-hmm. you know, the uh, Bethany who works there is, you know, she talks to you a little bit and helps you get your mind off what's going on. Maybe talk to you about football or whatever, maybe ask a question or something. But um, it, uh, it, you know, you, you fight through it, and, and it's three minutes, mm-hmm. right? This isn't like, Fifteen minutes in a cold plunge, yeah. where like that's a lot, and you get wet and all this stuff. It's it's boom. It's you're in and you're out. And you feel amazing, and all you know, all the studies about cryo health, uh, uh, cryotherapy is instrumental to to feeling better about yourself and your body feeling better. CarbonWorldHealth.com. Mm-hmm. Great Dane Huddle, Jesse Nelson, Tarek Sala, Chris Orr. That concludes the Badgers portion of the Great Dane Huddle. But guess what? Extra time tonight on the Great Dane Huddle. We're with you till 7.30. So we're going to get to Gmail. Alex G's accumulated. A, he's getting a bunch of emails over the holiday weekend. People, you got to leave Alex G alone on the email <laughs> over the holiday. Like, take it easy. But no, they kept rolling in. Notifications just go off. It's crazy. So Alex G's got some Gmail for us. And we're going to talk about Jair Alexander and the coin toss in Carolina that has been heard around Packer Nation as the Packers get set for a must-win game while it feels like the wheels are coming off the defense. They still could be the sixth seed in the NFC. It's crazy. We're going to talk about all that in the next half hour. Straight ahead. Great Dane Huddle on ESPN Madison. This is the Great Dane Huddle on 100.5 ESPN. The Wisconsin Badgers have defeated the UCLA Bruins by a with Rose Bowl champions Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Alex Strofe. time on the Great Dane Huddle on ESPN Madison. With you till <laughs> 7.30 tonight. Jesse Nelson, Tarek Sala, Chris Orr, the usual crew of Strofe, Derek, and Tarek will be back out at a Great Dane location this in the greater Madison area. This is so much more interesting. So much more. The only thing that's missing, I wish we were out on site tonight. I wish we were at one of our four Great Dane locations so we could have, you know. The... We're actually adding value to society right now <laughs> as, as opposed to taking it away. G-Man, fair statement. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the, four, the four Great Dane locations that we visit all throughout the course of the year, we do love all four of them. And, of course, the Great Dane Pub is always fun, always family always friendly with four locations in the Madison area. It's never been easier to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions for lunch or dinner. I'm missing the, I wish I could have got a big bowl of wings tonight. Mm. That would have been just hitting the spot coming out of that Christmas bowl. weekend. I missed that. Yeah, mm. well, you can get I it. Got that, I got that last week. Got to do it again. Next <sighs> week, we'll be back at it. East Side, downtown, Fitchburg, Hilldale, they're all great in their own ways. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994 and home, except for this week, to the Great Dane Huddle on ESPN Madison every single week. Alex G, we're with you in studio to see what your reaction is on your face when you read through Gmail. You've got mail. Alrighty, friends. I hope you had a fantastic holiday. We've got some. We've got some end of year questions, and, and one of them kind of plays into what we were talking about last week when Tarek, who's got his readers on over the headphones, trying to read his phone, <laughs> uh, was doing his absolute best to guess. Tarek what... doesn't like being in studio with you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Call me out, man. Absolutely. All right. So this one, we're calling you out again. Taylor from from Monroe asks. Or, well, states that Riz was named the 2023 Word of the Year. Now, now Tarek, I'd oh, love God. to hear you try and Riz Uh-oh. these two up. What What do you think Riz means? Uh-oh. Riz, that's tough. That, that, that's, that is really tough. That's why I got my <laughs> linebacker buddy yeah. over here. Help me out. I got you, man. It's, it's just like game. Like, man, what's your – when you see a nice young lady yep. and you want to take her Not out so young on a for date – yeah, maybe not too young. Dang. <laughs> you want to take her out? You want to take her out on a date? Yeah. Your Riz is oh, just how your how, game. How, yeah, your game. That's okay. all it is. It's your game. I don't understand why. Why do we have to change it to I, Riz? I don't, I don't get that. 
I, I didn't get that. How did, do we know how I don't it even came know how, to be? I don't Charisma. even know how that started. Charisma. Charisma. Oh. Was, are you just kidding me? Does he have Riz? Does he have charisma? Charisma. Oh, and that's now you're lame. raising but people I like up. it that's now. I but your like game is so I much do. bigger than yeah. your riz. Right. I'm I'm chariz I'm 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 rizzing you up. I'm charizing you up. Hey. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. You know whose riz is, has you know blossom? The strophe. Strophe's got <laughs> Man, I got he I, I never even thought about this stuff. That's why I probably didn't, you know, mm-hmm. I wasn't as successful as I wanted to be. Sure. But uh it, there's definitely as I got older, I get to look back and I go, oh, you know, I'm looking at I'm looking at Strope run his Riz, and I'm like, I'm like, you know, for Dork, you're pretty good. Your, I didn't know Dork's had Riz like that. He just keeps talking. All he right, keeps talking. you went from not knowing it to using it so eloquently in a sentence. <laughs> very right. true. Very true. Hats very off true. to you, Tarek Sala. All right, now Tarek, you mentioned Dork, so we're gonna start with Jesse on this next one. <laughs> Uh, Kyle in Boston. I have the Riz. <laughs> Kyle in Boston asks, if you could leave anything in a time capsule for the other, for the next generation to describe our time, what is it? Uh, first of all, Kyle in Boston. This was the Riz that I got when I when I met my wife. I was talking with the Boston accent at the bar. I went up to it and said, who wanted a lemon drop shot? And that's how I met my wife. We ended up uh, going on having a successful oh. marriage. Yeah. Oh, my God. You want to talk about that's Riz? Riz. Oh got Riz right here, that's Kyle in Boston. Yeah. Put that. So are you going to put the Riz in the time capsule? Um, well, if, if, if you, you, so you can you hand it down, pay it forward. You can't bottle this Riz, Tark. You can't bottle it. Uh, this uh, officially, too large. No one, no one will ever get any action for the rest of the world. There'll be no reproduction. Population. They'll be bottled up. Falling. All this tension this, will be in the air. There'll be World War Three breaks out. No good at all. Because Jesse, Jesse's game is paid forward here. His Riz. Pay no. for it and nobody gets action. So <laughs> it's, careful what it's, I say. It's funny. <laughs> Watch it. You know where I wanted to go. Yeah, I know. Oh, we all know. Uh, so it's interesting. This comes up from Kyle in Boston. My cousin was over at my house this weekend, my parents' house. And in my parents' house in the basement, they had a cabinet still full of all of my old PS2 video games. Oh, wow. And my cousin and his fiance were so ecstatic when I said they could take the DDR Dance Dance Revolution oh, mat oh, oh, oh. to take home and they could plug it into their oh, TV or however. Nice. So if I could put anything in a time capsule, Tark, do you have any idea what a DDR mat is? Yeah. You would. Uh, I would love to watch you <laughs> dance. Uh, oh, dance, the, dance revolution. Digital. Digital. So, yeah, um, yeah. Do you know like Guitar Hero, yeah, sure. where you like play the notes yeah. based on where the arrows come on the screen? Yeah. So it, there's a dancing game to that where you put the, sure. the, you know, put the mat on I've, the ground. I might have done and this once. When the arrow is like right, you step to the right, and then you yeah. step to the left. It teaches you how to dance in theory. Most of the time, you just kind of cheat to try and hit all the buttons yeah, all sure. at once. But I would put the DDR mat for the next generation. That's what I would put in the time capsule. Well, that's Ooh. great. That's great. That's tough. Um, G-Man, I think, fell asleep. Where are we at? If Wait, I had you to, haven't answered yet. If I was if I was picking something to describe our generation, I think it depends. Is it my generation? Like like our generation? Yeah, You're, you 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 and me. Like this time period of life. I'm, I'm gonna. I I would say. Uh, I don't know. I think I'd put a phone in there, and I think I'd just say out of context because hmm. I think that's the generation we live in. <laughs> I think like I think like. People, every day, especially across any social media platform, people read, like, somebody's one comment and then, like, go in on them, like, oh, they'll label you as something. And I'm like, bro, read up. Like, read the, go up. How do you put Read the, the whole thing. How do you put the Facebook comments in a time capsule? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I wish I could. I'd print it off. I just print off the worst yeah. thread that I've seen of where we, <laughs> we've labeled somebody an idiot yeah. just because of their, like, little remark. And I'm like, bro, did you did you listen to the whole podcast or did you just listen to this, you, you listen to this little 30-second clip somebody cut out? Like, yeah. I think that's what I'd put in there. I put it in there. Yeah, communication. Yeah, competition. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? What are you putting in there to you describe just, you the you rules? You can't put ideas I'm in gonna, the time I'm capsule. I'm gonna put rules, <laughs> rules, and, and how to. Tarek's rules are going in the time handshake. Capsule? Handshake. How about a handshake? And how you look someone in the eye? You go, hey, Tarek. my He's name is Tarek. Cut his Sala. hand off and just. No, no. There's rules. There's. there's <laughs> Attach we'll a, put a little video. Put a so list. Put a video. A manual. A DVD. Tarek. Look someone in the eye. This is how you. 
Hey everyone! Shake somebody's hand properly. Hey everyone! In 2080, this is Tarzan. This, is, Sala, and this I'm is how you. Out this is how you take feedback. This is how you take criticism. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, you just talking? rip people's faces off. Hey, as soon as they, is... as soon as they say something, it'd be me and Strofe, right? We'll just yell at each other. Yeah. No. There's, there's such thing as consequences. Fair statement. Positive and but negative. Now it's just, now you just sound like a bunch of old men that are like shaking your fist at the clouds. It's true, saying, this is what's it's wrong true. with this generation. It is true. I I am baffled every day. <laughs> I mean, we all are. Like, By some of the things I see. Yeah, but you you are young enough. How old are you now? Twenty six. You're twenty six. And I'm young. He's saying it. And I'm saying it. Think about I'm thirty two, and I'm baffled by my sister in law who's <laughs> ten years younger than me. Like, it's way different. Understood. I feel like uh, Clint Eastwood and Grand Torino. Well, yeah, and then, and then, yeah. <laughs> okay, hold on. I, you mentioned your age, and, and I, I'm putting this together. We've got one that I wasn't sure if you were going to ask today, but uh, Lily from Durham asks. What? Lily from Durham. Durham? Where's Durham? Where's Durham? North Carolina. Oh, oh Durham. 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 It's two syllables. No, 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 no. Durham. It's not two syllables. It's not Durham. Do you know Lily? Durham. I know Lily. Yeah, yeah. She's emailed in before. Anyway, Uh 97% of their kids are on their cell phones during school hours, and 60% of them mention that they continue to use it between 12 a.m. and 5 a.m. As somebody who may have a kid at some point, somebody who has a newborn, Mm. somebody who's had kids, what age do kids get phones? Oh, my God. You're asking us at the end of this. I got the perfect answer, answer, brother, because I was the youngest of four boys. When you're a youngest sibling, it means you get a lot of hand-me-downs. Right, mm-hmm. so my first phone was a hand-me-down phone. One of my brother's old phone, flip phone. It was a razor. Yeah, it was a razor. Yeah, hey, razor. Oh, hey. Nice. Razor yeah. was kind of fire. Get that I ain't gonna with, lie. Get that <laughs> yeah. I like the slide. Phones. So, but like, I didn't. I I think that you you can you can get a phone at I don't know. Let's let's say you're ten, but you're taking a bus or something. Like, I think you need a phone then, but you don't need an iPhone. I think that's the issue. You don't need a smartphone. That young, like you don't need a smartphone. You really don't need a smartphone if, if you're being honest. But you, you probably don't need a smartphone until you're like 15, 16 for real. Outside of that, bro, you can you can have a phone. Like yeah, you probably need a phone to communicate with me. All right, if you on the side, you can talk to your fan, friends or whatever. But like you don't need a smartphone. I think that's that's my answer. No smartphone till like 15, 16. So in our house, it's 10. Mm. Ironically, here. Wow. Chris says 10. I, ours is 10. Yep. 66%. We, we gave the, the girls, our t- older twins, a contract and had a whole list contract. of things that they couldn't do with the phone. Mm. And they had to sign it. Now, I don't know how much we held them to that, but they, <laughs> within reason, they right. they did a decent job. I like you that. Got, you got to control that a little bit. And then you got to build... But you have to build trust in them because mm-hmm. you don't have enough time to be tracing their, yeah. everything they got. Mm. You know what? If I, if I ever make it really big, like win the lottery, I'm always wondering if I like... Just got rid of my phone. Oh, maybe like imagine that. Like someone asks you, "Where's your Where's your cell phone?" I don't. Hold on, but you said if you win the lottery, like what are you gonna? How are you winning the lottery? How are you gonna? How are you gonna? How are you gonna give me one of the leftover millions? How are those How are those things correlated? No, because I don't. I don't. How am I gonna actually? I have the phone. My daughters will all be older, probably. If I won the lottery, what am I having for dinner tonight? But but here's the deal. I I don't need it. I don't have a work. Deal. You know, I don't have yeah. to worry. About, I worry about so work not, a lot. You're not working for a living, so you're yeah, I'm done. And, and then I just get rid of it. But the only, mm. the only part is there, there's a lot of information I get off it. So then you, mm. you know, if you if you get older and you're not informed, but at the same time, there's other ways I guess you could get there. Yeah. But like, I just wouldn't be cool. Like someone said, hey, I don't have a cell phone. Yeah, yeah. And like, hey, can I borrow yours? I just call my wife, and then yeah. I'll be good. Man, you memorize numbers. I, that's what they'll say to you. you I memorize would, numbers. I think that would get real yeah. annoying. I, real I only fast. need one number. That's my <laughs> wife. That's it. I have so many numbers memorized. But I love crazy. Could you live without one? Could you do no. it? No, definitely. But without so. work, take work out no, of it. No, I don't think so. No, I'm could just. You, could you live with a flip phone right now? Uh, yeah, with a flip phone, I could. Yeah. And I, that's why I like Chris's philosophy on on with cell phones for kids. Because I think about every time I was in school and I had to ask to like use the phone mm-hmm. in school. If that's not a thing by the you know time I have kids and they're in school or whatever, like you, know, you give them a cell phone at ten, but make yeah. it just you can call home, you can mm-hmm. call your grandma, your aunt, mm-hmm. whatever. And then as you get into high school, that's when I got my first cell phone. Again, that was you know mm-hmm. almost twenty years ago now. Uh, but that's when you start to have like extracurriculars, yeah. after school activities, like and it gets beyond the parents having to drive you there yeah. all the time. Once Ooh. you're on your own, what that's about, when you're. What about a pager? I had a I had something called a Firefly. 
Yep. I don't know. You know that? You know what I'm They have like five yeah. numbers? Yeah, same thing. They have five numbers nope. on there? It had, it had like three buttons on it. Yeah. It had like, you press the left button and that was like your mom. And the right button was like home. And the middle was like 911. And that was it. Huh. There was nothing else to that phone. But you had like two program numbers and 911. And that was it. Well, that sounds good. That's my what mom, I want. Yeah, my yeah. mom got me a flip phone when I was, I think like, I think it was nine. Yeah. And it was called my electronic leash. Now, I was not an actual <laughs> leash kid, but that way she knew. She knew what I was up to. It would be peaceful, though, not to have an iPhone. It would be a little people, peaceful. Or people calling you it and would, looking at different I, things. I think I'm too sucked in now where I would feel like ah, I'm missing out. Yeah. Like, I would too, hey, what was the score of the... A quick lane bowl today. Oh, wish I could tell you. Yeah, I go over to my computer yeah. and long and uh, like yeah. instead of just say, oh, yeah, Minnesota won. No, I'd, I'd tell you. I'd be like, man, I don't want your ears to bleed. I'm talking about a horrible program. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I think I think I would struggle not connecting with my friends and the people I have without the phone. Hmm. You know, that that would be the hard part. Yeah, that not, that'd be the hard part. Not to get I too serious, so. but, but otherwise, I like it, it. Would be nice not to have. I I get sucked into this phone, and then you know you hear people saying, hey. You know, don't have it on the table during mm-hmm. meetings. I mean, it's kind of like the subconscious deal that you're you're not into what's going mm-hmm. on. And I I don't know. I I get lost in that sometimes. I need to. I, I would love to be able to step away from it, but unfortunately, I'm too hooked, too man. <laughs> <laughs> A very philosophical Gmail tonight. Thanks, Alex. G. Yeah, yeah, appreciate yeah. that. Look at that. All of us here in the Everlight Solar Studio. Even, we don't even have our uh, you know our Great Dane beer in front. Of I know. Us. I know, uh, man. Imagine what that would be like if we're all sitting at the Holy at the pub cow. with we'll the feet some, up on we'll the get, table. Go we'll get some cores. <laughs> 844-770-3776. Your way into the show, The Great Dane Huddle on ESPN Madison. We have one segment left before we get you to the guaranteed rate bowl. So we'll talk a little Green Bay Packers football. Jair Alexander, what the heck's going on with the coin toss in Carolina? What the heck's going on on the defensive side of the ball? We'll fu- figure out all the Packers' problems in about five minutes on The Great Dane <laughs> Huddle on ESPN ESPN Madison, Jesse Nelson, Tarek Salah, Chris Orr with you on a Tuesday night. Happy holidays, everybody. Hope you had a great Christmas weekend, getting set for the new year, and of course, New Year's Day, the Wisconsin Badgers and the LSU Tigers in the ReliQuest Bowl. The Great Dane Huddle brought to you in part by the GRB Academy. They want to be part of your plan to reach your potential. Utilize the GRB Academy 2,000 square foot facility, 14 batting cages, and 6,000 square foot weight room. Personal lessons available year round as well. With over 300 college players and over 150 Division I players, the GRB Academy led the way in the Midwest for college recruitment and player development, and they are continuing to do so. Visit grbacademy.com for more information. Leading the way in questionable things going on in Green Bay, is it Joe Barry, defensive coordinator, or is it Jair Alexander, who went out to the coin toss, although he was not named a captain on Sunday in Charlotte against the Carolina Panthers. First of all, two former Carolina Panthers mm. with me on the panel here. Uh, guys, your Panthers put up a hell of a fight against the Green yeah. Bay Packers way more. It almost ruined Christmas for me over at the in-laws this weekend. Uh, have you ever heard of anyone doing this at a coin toss? Never heard of it. Just volunteering themselves to go to the coin I toss? I have never Without heard of the that. head coach even knowing about it? Yeah, I've never heard of that. It, like, I just assumed that, you know, he's from he's from North Carolina. He's from Charlotte, I want to say. Yep. Um, you're playing back home. Usually, like coaches, usually coaches will say, like, especially somebody like him, established vet, mm-hmm. you know, one of one of our playmakers. Yeah. You, you can go be the captain. Yeah, today. it's not abnormal to do it's that. It's not abnormal. Right? No, this it's is not like abnormal. Kanye West getting on it stage is. when uh, Taylor Swift it was getting is. the award. It you're is. like, what, what? What? How did he get up there? What's going on? Jair goes, I'm going to let you finish, but we want a defense. Give me that coin. It's my coin. I yeah, I can't. And then I can't believe he messed it up. Um, uh-huh. Because usually, usually when you do coin toss, like the refs come over with the player and the coach, and I kind of don't even really have to talk because he heard directly from my coach what we want to do. Yeah, and he kind of just we're kind of just going through. I call it a coin toss, but like we're kind of just going through the motions after that. Or I'm just repeating what my coach told me. Yeah, because you know I, what? I can't it's, believe it. it's 
it's easy and pretty academic, right? You're mm-hmm. just like, well, I, I can handle this. But you're like, it's so important yeah. that yeah. it gets you so nervous. Uh-huh. I mean, it's it's a, it's a, like a microcosm of coaching where mm-hmm. you're like, well, of course I'd go for it. Or, of course I'm going to. Yep. But like when, when you're on the hot seat, mm-hmm. when it's your, when it's when it's your ass, yep. you know, you're like, holy cow. This is, this is <laughs> you know, I don't want to screw this up. So, I mean. I can see how you screw it up because you're so nervous. Uh, one thought, guys, from each of you before we go on the Green Bay Packers winning 33-30 to over the Panthers. They gave up 30 points to that terrible offense. Mm. And the game they have coming up on Sunday Night Football must win. Elimination game, essentially, against the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. This all could be corrected if you go out and play better defense. Mm-hmm. And Coach Barry keep his job if they go out and finish strong. So you have a chance to... Yeah, you know, rectify things. Yeah, yeah, they can, they can, they can definitely salvage everything and 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 achieve all the goals they want in these last couple of weeks. And I like that Joe Barry called a more aggressive game this weekend. Hopefully, he keeps it up. Well, let's see how it goes. Packers Vikings on Sunday night. Rely Quest Bowl Monday morning, guys. Thanks for being here. The great Dane Huddle on ESPN Madison. From a better buying experience at Simden Chevy in Mount Horeb. Jim Routledge here. You heard me talk about them for years. I have. My-